Agri Weekend Rush, with Agri News Net and Farming Portal. News Headlines of the Week Kenya is relying on cassava imports from its neighbors to meet the high domestic demand. Peter Aluak from Self-Help Africa says local demand for cassava grew to 3 million tons last year, below Kenya's production level of 946,076 tons. In 2020, the country produced 898,110 tons of cassava from 61,754 per hectare translating to productivity of 14.54 ton per hectare. The African Growth and Opportunity Act AGOA, status for South Africa is likely to be renewed despite recent geopolitical differences with the United States. South Africa's participation in AGOA, a trade program that offers duty-free access to the U.S. market, has been under review. An important indicator of its renewal is the upcoming AGOA forum scheduled for November 1-4 in Johannesburg. While there have been disagreements over geopolitical issues such as the Israel-Hamas conflict, experts believe that South Africa's continued participation is likely. As South Africa heads into the 2023-24 summer season, many regions face varying conditions, from poor to reasonable veldt and livestock conditions. Veldt fires have inflicted damage, and farmers are urged to remain vigilant and monitor daily extreme weather warnings. Most major dams maintain high water levels. The South African Weather Service predicts above normal early summer rainfall, particularly in the northeastern areas, while below normal rainfall is expected in the western and central regions during midsummer, despite the presence of El Nino. This is an audio cast production out of our international studios. South Africa faces a significant 660 billion rand funding shortfall for its just energy transition, despite wealthy nations pledging 8.5 billion rand in additional investments. Minister Barbara Creasy highlighted the need for diverse funding sources, including multilateral development banks, international partners, private investors, and the national budget. While the initial $8.5 billion pledge provided a starting point, it falls far short of the required resources for the 1.5 trillion rand transition over five years. Efforts to secure funding have generated new pledges from countries like Denmark, the Netherlands, and Spain amounting to $3.5 billion, and the domestic private sector is set to invest between 500 billion rand and 700 billion rand in new energy generation. China is closer to commercializing genetically modified maize and soybeans. One it stated that, China has approved 37 genetically modified maize seed varieties and 14 genetically modified soybean varieties, taking it close to commercial planting of GMO maize and soybeans. This is not the first time China has made headlines about its path towards the potential commercialization of genetically modified maize and soybeans for domestic cultivation. In June 2013, the Chinese National Crop Variety Approval Committee released two standards that cleared the path for cultivating genetically modified crops in the country. The big issue in agriculture currently is the avian influenza spreading across South Africa, with Gauteng, Mpumalanga, Free State, Limpopo and Northwest being the provinces most affected so far. I understand that more than a hundred mostly commercial facilities have reported avian influenza cases. Notably, there are reported losses in parental stock for breeders of layers and in broilers. For this reason egg supplies are constrained, as is evident on retail shelves. I recently participated in two meetings held to address the immediate problem in the industry. 
This was a audio cast from the news desk of CRA Media International in Edinburgh in Scotland.